Hey, y'all, and welcome back to the Move Your Body Differently podcast. Today is episode four, and we are going to dive right in, learning about how your knowledge of God helps you build a deeper relationship with Christ, and also how your knowledge of your fitness and your health and why you're doing it helps you build a better and healthier relationship with your body and your health and your fitness journey. So let's dive right in. You are listening to the Move Your Body Differently podcast, where we talk about how your theology of God affects your wellness journey. I'm Shayla Darty, a Jesus follower, wife, mama, and owner of SD Fitwell. I know staying healthy and fit can often feel like an obligation and can leave you feeling defeated, anxious, and maybe in an endless cycle of losing and gaining weight and wondering why in the world you just can't get it right. And that's why I'm on a mission to see generations of women take back their health and fitness from the enemy and instead honor God with their bodies by exercising and eating healthy because we get to, not because we have to. For too long as women, we've been held captive by a never reaching standard of body beauty and it is time to break free. By seeing your wellness through the lens of the gospel, you can be empowered with boldness, more confident in the gifts God has given you and increase your mental and physical capacity so you can be more present to those around you. If you're ready to feel free from the weight of your current health and fitness regimen, then keep listening. I can't wait to share with you how the gospel shapes our fitness and health journeys. Listen while you work out, drive in the car, or while your kids run around crazy, but go ahead and invite Jesus into your wellness journey and let's see how he changes our hearts together. Hey, I'm Shayla Darty, and I am so excited today to bring to you just another attribute of God that we can think through and think on as we are in our exercise and healthy living lifestyle. And that is that God is omniscient, but yet he is still knowable. So with that, we are just going to dive right in with our scripture. So we're going to read in 2 Peter 1 verses 2 through 9, starting in verse 2, may grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. His divine power has given us everything required for life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. By these, he has given us very great and precious promises so that through them, you may share in the divine nature, escaping the corruption that is in the world because of evil desires. For this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with goodness, goodness with knowledge, knowledge with self-control, self-control with endurance, endurance with godliness, godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being useless or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. The person who lacks these things is blind and short-sighted and has forgotten the cleansing from his past sins. So just real quick, we can know God on a personal basis through a relationship with Christ, right? That is what it means to be a believer in Christ and understanding that he is the only way to heaven. That doesn't mean Jesus plus anything. Jesus plus your workout, Jesus plus your coffee, Jesus plus whatever it is. No, it means just Jesus. A professing faith in Jesus is what it takes to spend eternity with him. And how do we know this, okay? Because of the knowledge received through the word of God, the Bible. And by reading the word, we see all that he has promised 
and that he has for us and for future generations who believe in him. And by believing in those promises, we are able to, as it said, as I read, escape the corruptions that is in the world because of evil desire. So let's pause here and just work through this scripture a little bit. You're probably thinking, how in the world are you going to apply this to fitness and nutrition, Shayla? We've established that that we can know God through Christ, right? We've established that we can have this knowledge through the reading of the word and the work of the Holy Spirit inside of us, revealing these truths to us. But not only that, by having this knowledge, we can cut through the lies and utter nonsense of this world and know what is real and right and true. That's called having a biblical worldview or a biblical lens. It's when we are able to see what culture is saying or see what someone is saying and be able to filter it through the Bible and think, wait a second, that doesn't sound right. And being able to pinpoint and go back to the Bible, whether you know it in the moment or not, but be able to go back to the Bible and see whether the Bible says that is true or not. The same is true for not only what you believe about your body, but also how you treat your body and how you think about your body. The world and culture will tell you a whole bunch of things. It'll tell you that your body needs to look a certain way, that you should age gracefully, hence why there's so many aging eye serums, all the things. Uh, that wrinkles are a nice sign of aging, but if you want to, you can keep that in check by looking younger because looking younger is the ideal and the goal, right? You want to age gracefully. And since when did wrinkles mean you are aging gracefully? I'm not sure. But somewhere along the lines, that's what's happened. Your body, you, you know, society will tell you that your body is your own and you can do with it whatever you please. Let that sink in for a moment. Uh, you can make whatever choices with it that you want. And as believers, as women in Christ, and as men, as believers, it is our job to spot when we hear those lies and that they're, when they're being poured into us, when they're coming in from all around and being able to filter them so we know the real truth. And the real truth comes from scripture. It's our job to take a step back and see that our bodies are not, in fact, our own. We use our bodies as a living sacrifice to the living king And that is the truth we live and breathe through as we exercise and we eat well. And how do we know this? Scripture. Because it tells us our bodies are a living sacrifice. It tells us our bodies are holy, are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We can spot when someone is giving us bad advice. We can spot when we're becoming obsessive or too passive about two ends of the spectrum. You can become very passive about your health and your fitness journey as well as obsessive. You can be able to spot if that is happening to you. But we get to move our bodies because we are honoring what the Lord gave us. We don't have to do anything, but the more we know that knowledge that we just learned about in scripture, the more we know who God is, the more we have our biblical worldview to sort through the corruption culture throws at us about our bodies. And as verses five through 17 say, let me reread that for you. For this very reason, Make every effort to supplement your faith with goodness, goodness with knowledge, knowledge with self-control, self-control with endurance, endurance with godliness, godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love. While God is all knowledge, we can still know some. He still imparts wisdom on us, and we still, that's why we have scripture, so that we can learn more about him. We can have that knowing. We can have some of that knowing. We are not going to be omniscient like he is, though, but we can know. So using those, those, Verses five through seven, here's how we can apply this practically, even as living, breathing examples of using our body. I'm going to use our bodies as examples through this. 
This is how we grow through our walk with Christ. We read scripture. We understand who God is in it. We've learned in this that God is omniscient. He is all-knowing. He is the one that can can give us these through the Holy Spirit. We can have that goodness with knowledge. We can have that faith with goodness. We can have that knowledge with self-control through the Holy Spirit. We've learned who he is, and now we get to look at it. And, you know, as what I do, I get to see this through the lens of our body too. So I'm seeing it through scripture and I'm saying, okay, this is how we can think about it in view of our body to help us remember this scripture as well. So faith with goodness, that's the first one. We know, so applying this to our bodies, what, when you hire a trainer, you know, if you hire a trainer or you jump into the app and you're subscribing, that is an act of faith. You know you need to do something and then you begin to do it. And that's where goodness comes. It's after you begin to do something. Same with our walk in Christ. It is a faith. When we believe in Christ, it is an act of faith. And in that act of faith, we then begin to see the goodness of God and the goodness of Christ and what he did for us and impart that on others. Goodness with knowledge. Now that we are acting on exercising, we've taken that leap of faith. We're acting on exercising and eating healthier. We begin to learn more about the benefits that that brings our body and more about why Christ calls our body a temple. When we are followers of Christ, we, in that goodness, in knowing who God is, we begin to learn more about him and continue to see how good he is. And then in that knowledge comes self-control. Once we understand more of why we are moving and eating healthier, we begin to practice self-control. We begin to see where we need to make changes and we stick with them and we become confident in why we are doing them and what we are doing. In our knowledge of Christ, in our knowledge of the word of God, we are seeing what it means to become Christ-like. And we're, we are becoming, through the work of the Holy Spirit, he is helping to tame certain desires and helping us give self-control, that is a fruit of the Spirit, self-control, giving us self-control to not act on certain desires if they are against what Christ has said in the Bible or God has said in the Bible. That knowledge, with knowledge comes the practice of self-control. With knowledge in your fitness and your health journey comes practice of that self-control, something small and consistent you're doing to help you put it into practice. With self-control comes endurance. If you can't see me right, well, you can't see me right now on the podcast, but I am smiling because this is where it gets really hard for most people is while self-control can be, can be done easily in a short time frame. It's the consistent work of that self-control over the long term, which produces endurance. As we practice self-control with food or time management or in our exercising and prioritizing those workouts, however long they are, we build endurance and consistency with exercise and healthy eating. And there's a whole other podcast on uh, consistency and why that is important. And you can go and listen to that. But in in our self-control, in practicing self-control, in our relationship with Christ and in the Holy Spirit working on that self-control, we are continuing. He is sanctifying us and he's continuing to produce endurance in our faith, which is going to help our faith last longer and draw us nearer and nearer to him. And then in, with endurance, godliness, we continue to understand that anything can be used as an act of worship to God, including meaning our health and fitness as we grow in him, as he works things through us, as we work them out through exercise, we continue to grow in godliness as an act of worship. We get to move because we have these bodies who can move, that can move, and that produces oh, act of worship because 
we see how our bodies can move and we are appreciating the fact that God gave us these bodies. And in that, we are producing godliness and becoming more like him. That is what that means, becoming more like him. Endurance in our faith, that sanctification is producing that godliness, that that Christ-likeness, that we are growing in our faith, that we are becoming more like him. Because when we are in our relationship with Christ, we are and can be continually growing. Now, that doesn't mean you're not going to be stagnant sometimes, but it does mean that he is producing that Christ-likeness in us over the course of time and that endurance in that relationship with him. We're not just giving up at the first sign of trouble or the first um, you know, valley that we hit. We're continuing on back into the mountain, another valley back into the mountain. It's how it goes in life and with our relationship with Christ. And godliness, and that leads us into godliness with brotherly affection. So as we are learning this, as we are doing exercise, as we are eating healthy, we're learning more about it. We're being self-controlled with it. We're continuing on in our journey. We're getting into a groove with it. We're creating healthy habits. Then we share it with others. We invite others into our journey. We invite others in to help them in their journey. We work out with them. We build community with them. And, and in, in our relationship with Christ too, in that godliness with brotherly affection, that community, that bringing in, that sharing of our testimony, that sharing of what Christ has done for us, that sharing even in your fitness and your health journey, how Christ has, has proven himself diligent through what you've been through, how he's broken for me, how he broke down those idols and how I had placed those above him in my life. And he made sure that I knew those idols were there. That brotherly affection, encouraging and spurring others on in their own journey. There's enough space for all of us here. And God has created us that way. He's created us to encourage and have that affection with others. And then with brotherly affection, love. And our love for Christ grows even more because of the gifts he's given us, including being able to take care of our bodies well. That love, overflowing love, when they, you, you, know, you often see them say, Jesus is love. Well, yes, Jesus is love. He's a whole lot of other things too. But in that love, that brotherly affection stirs up love. And that love is what causes us to share more about our testimony, to, to go out and keep going, to keep doing, to keep exercising because we love him and we appreciate the body that he gave us. We want to get to do that so that we can then serve our family well. We can serve our spouse well. We can serve our churches well. We can serve our communities well because we have the physical capacity to do so. That love spurs us on. and finally. Verse nine, verse nine, I'm going to read it again. The person who lacks these things is blind and short-sighted and has forgotten the cleansing from his past sins. If you know what you need to do and you don't act on them, then you are blind and short-sighted and have forgotten what Christ has done. I love how this, just this group of scripture ends because he is saying that if you know, but don't act, then what's the point? It's the same. And it's always a journey with Christ, right? It's always a journey with him. But, and it's a journey that we learn. We have to learn to enjoy the journey. Most often we want to just get through it. We want to get to the other side. We want to be to the other side, but enjoying to, uh, learning to enjoy and be satisfied in growth and what he is tilling in us. That comes when we are patient and we are consistent. And if we know that we should be doing certain things for our health and our, and our activity levels and we aren't doing it, then what is the point? 
if you know it, but you aren't acting on it, there, there's, there's a, a misconnect or a disconnect there. We're short-sighted and we've forgotten what Christ has done for us to give us these bodies, how God created us in the very beginning on purpose and for a purpose. We've forgotten that. And we're not, we're not connecting that in our hearts to understand why we're moving, why we're eating healthy, why we're choosing, uh, you know, more whole foods than processed food. If we know, but we aren't acting on it, what does that mean? Just something to be thinking about today as you go throughout your day. But I just love how scripture all comes together and it, and it teaches us as I've mentioned before, when you're going to scripture and you're reading, you're always going into scripture, reading it with the lens of what am I learning more about God through this? What am I learning about Christ? What is his attribute through this? What is the history here? How is Jesus in the middle of all of this? Those are the questions we're asking, but then we do get to break it down and see, okay, how can we apply this? And then my specialty is being able to break it down and see, okay, practically, what does this look like even in our faith and our health journey? And if that can help us remember the scripture and remember what that means in our spiritual, use it as an example for our spiritual life to help us remember, then let's do it. That's what we're here. That's what we're here to do. So that was Second Peter 1, verses 2 through 9. God is omniscient yet noble. And if you love these devotionals, I do have a PDF of devotionals that you can go grab on my website or five-day free five days free of them that you can just incorporate one per week to help you keep on thinking on lovely things. You can also hit subscribe here if you aren't already a subscriber. I would love to have you subscribe. Go find me on Instagram at sdfitwell and I will talk to y'all next time. Hey, Fit Fam, it's a blessing to be in this journey with you. The best thing you can do after listening to this podcast is to leave a written review so that other mamas can see the value in their health and fitness journey through the lens of the gospel. Be sure to tap subscribe so you get notified when a new episode airs. I am the most personal, personal trainer out there. My clients, app subscribers, and podcast listeners really do become my good friends. So if we haven't already, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram at sdfitwell. Shoot me a DM and let's start a conversation. I truly want to see the Lord work in your wellness journey and be in it with you. I'm so grateful you've listened. Let's get comfortable being uncomfortable. And I can't wait to chat with you in the next episode.